The following podcast will contain explicit material and subject matter that some people may find disturbing and or upsetting. You have been warned. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children all over the world. There were horses and a man on fire, and I killed a guy with a trident. It's time for the one, the only, creepy motherfucking mind. Como están, bitches? <laughs> Holy shit. All right, welcome to season two of What's a Creepy Mike's Brain. Oh, man. I just, I don't know, I, I had to record a new opening, and uh, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this, let's see how many, <laughs> what's going on, y'all, this is Creepy Mike, I'm coming at you from my living room today, uh, the day is June 24th, 2020, it is 3.02 in the afternoon, and holy shit, the world is going fucking bananas, Ron motherfucking Jeremy... <laughs> Of all motherfucking people, Ron motherfucking Jeremy arrested and charged with sexual misconduct. Not just misconduct, but he's got acts of forcible rape and forcible copulation going back almost a decade. I think the first one I saw was 2014 or 2012. I don't know. But out in Hollywood. Uh, Jesus Christ, he goes to the Roxy, and uh, there was another club, I didn't see which, I can't remember which one it was, but goes to the Roxy in this other club, and decides that he wants to force these chicks to get it on. Alright, first and foremost, is Ron fucking Jeremy, um, that's a fucking scumbag move, first, uh, and I guess, I guess a while ago, some of these charges, or allegations came up. And they were from uh, female co-stars that he that had done uh, that had uh, appeared in some of his videos with them. Uh, I think it was like three, three, uh, three of these women. Um, and I guess uh, there was an in, there was insufficient uh, insufficient uh, information. I guess is the way they said it. Uh, roughly translated, that means you're a porn star. So you're unbelievable. Now, first and foremost, I like a good porn star as much as the next guy. I, I freaking think I think porn is awesome, and uh, you know you, you see all these uh, all these different women um, and guys and all that. But you see all these different folks uh, trying to make a living in an industry that is basically been a, around as long as people could understand how to draw pictures. Um, there's cave paintings of porn from fucking forever ago. But anyway, just because these people are porn actors and actresses doesn't mean they're not people first. Now, I'm not saying that they are the uh, the pillars of the community. I am saying that because they are people, they deserve to be treated as motherfucking people. Okay? So, yeah, you know, it... And I point to the Stormy Daniels thing with, uh, you know, with President Trump. Yes, she was a porn star, but that doesn't mean that she was 100% dishonest. Now, it did come out that she was full of shit and that she took a payoff, but people are people. So, you know, 
holy shit. <clears throat> so, holy fuck. Ron Jeremy. God damn. So I guess, I guess, just like everybody else, he's going to have a trial. Um, I saw a photograph of him in the courtroom and he was standing there with everybody else and he was wearing a mask and dude looks like shit. He's fucking stupid old and he's losing his goddamn hair and just looks like shit. He he was awful looking to begin with the fucking hedgehog, but, uh, yeah, not, not a good, not a good look if you're on Jeremy. Uh, anyway, so I don't have the window open today cause it's, it's combination of rainy and sticky and gross. I do have the air conditioner on. So if y'all hear that in the background, I do apologize, but it is a little bit warm in the living room where I am. And, uh, I'm looking at my cat and she's fucking dying. So I turn the air on, uh, hope that y'all can't hear it, but if you can, again, I do apologize. Um, so yeah. So anyway, because of Ron Jeremy, um, I decided to, to play this, this song that's coming up and it's, it's, uh, it's don't, it's through the, through the perspective of these women that he, um, I guess allegedly forcibly copulated. And if it's, if it's true, then the song makes even more sense for him. It's Godsmack. Enjoy. Take my chances, but I told you what. 
Yeah. So, you know, when uh, <laughs> when he does go to trial, uh, he'll be crying like a bitch. So, yeah, that's, uh, you know, Ron Jeremy sucks to be you. Um, it, it's just weird to me that, that a guy like that would do something like this. Um, but I guess you really never know what's in people's hearts and minds. You know, it's a damn shame. Uh, enough time talking about that fucking asshat. <laughs> All right. So what's new in Creepy Mike's world? So today, today I'm going to talk to you about something that's a little awesome. Uh, it's awesome more for me, I guess, than for you guys. But uh, I, I don't let you guys in too much to my personal thoughts and feelings like I, I tell you guys what i'm thinking but there's some stuff that i just you know I, I don't think it makes for a good podcast but today uh it will so about a uh let me think this is june so we'll call it about a year almost yeah a little over a year ago um i noticed that as uh, as I was doing things, particularly when I was lifting weights, um, my back was hurting. You know, now <laughs> most people are like, okay, well, you know, you're picking up hundreds and hundreds of pounds off the ground. Of course, your back's going to hurt, especially if your form wasn't perfect. And I agree, my form wasn't perfect, and I had some issues that I was working through. But um, I started noticing that it was hurting even on off days. And it was right along the belt line on the lower back, the lumbar section. So I went and saw my doctor at the VA. And uh, first off, the VA in Manchester, New Hampshire. It's a pretty awesome group of motherfuckers. I mean, they, they, they usually treat me all right. I, I don't really have a ton of complaints. There are some, but um, and most of those are uh, can be chalked up to different things going on with me more than them. Anyway. So I went to the doctor and I said, look, doc, this is what I got going on. And he said, okay. He said, I'm going to refer you to this person and that person and this person. So I ended up going to, um, I ended up going to the pain clinic, uh, and I met this doctor up there and, uh, I really didn't like him. He was a fucking asshole. So he tells me, well, this is your issue. You have a, B and C. But you will fix this issue simply by losing weight. Um, your pain will go away, and that should be it. And I said, uh, okay. He said, uh, and you need to not do things like, you know, eat like crap and all this. You weigh too much and blah, 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 blah. So I said, all right. And I explained to him. I said, Doc, I, you know, I lift weights. He said, well, that that uh, you need to consider stopping that. And I was like, what? Fuck that. Um, he said, so what we'll do is uh, we're going to send you to chiropractor and we're going to send you to uh, acupuncture. And if you do those two things and you lose weight, you'll be fine. I says, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. He says, also uh, put, uh, put ice on it and you know all that stuff. I said, all right, no problem. I'll try it out. So I do that and uh, the pain's not going away. So I go back to him. I say, look, it's not going away. He goes, all right, let's send you down for some x-rays. So we look at the x-rays and he goes, okay, you got what's called Schmoral's nodules. Um, so basically for anybody who doesn't understand, and it's a weird frame, uh, weird, uh, whatever it's called, uh, thing, 
So if you guys don't understand, Schmoral's nodules, if you take your, if you look at your discs in your back, uh, they're spaced between your vertebrae. So you got your vertebrae, then you got a disc, then you got your vertebrae, then you got a disc. And they're like cushions. And inside these cushions is a very, very thick, um, I don't know if you want to call it a mucus or what, but it's a very thick substance. So inside of these things, the they typically cushion everything. Uh, you know. Anyway, um, one of mine was ruptured. And the the substance inside was going up into the vertebrae above it and making contact with the nerves and causing a fuck ton of pain. And I also have uh, bone spurs on, on my back, on my spine. So I said, okay, doc, well, we know that losing weight is just not going to fix this. And this guy was a fucking asshole. So he goes, well, it, it will fix it, but we're going to do this procedure and um, it's called a, a medial branch nerve block. So basically what they do is they take uh, they take a needle, they put it in there, and uh, they inject some medicine. And uh, it kind of dulls the pain um, pretty significantly. And then after that, the guy spent 20 fucking minutes basically insulting me and my wife and our food choices. So I say, you know what, whatever. So we go and we have the procedure done. Um, for about a, for about a week, I'm kind of not being able to do much. The first two days were super painful because they stuck a six inch fucking needle in my back and went all the way down to my, all the way down to the nerves, the facets in my back. So I said, okay, um, what's next? He said, just, uh, let it take effect. I said, okay. So it started to work and it started to work very, very well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So then um, October rolls around. I go to my first powerlifting competition. Uh, I do okay. Uh, I walk away from it. I'm in a little bit of pain, but not too much. And it's muscle pain, not bone pain. Um, so then I'm like, all right, great. This is working very well. Well, then earlier this year, it started to come. Well, it started to come back a little bit here and there, December, January. And then March, or sorry, February really came back. And I'm talking to the doctor. It's a new doctor this time. And, um, he says, okay, so, and this guy's fantastic. This guy's phenomenal. He says, look, Mike, I really wish you wouldn't, uh, do all this weightlifting you do. Um, he said, why don't you tell me about it though? He said, what do you, what do you do? I said, well, I, I do bench press, deadlift and squat. He said, okay. He said, what do you, what do you, what do you squat? And I said, five and a half, 550. He goes, and what's your deadlift? And I said, 575. He said, okay, the body's not made to do this. So he gives me very detailed, but not condescending advice on why I need to stop powerlifting. At this time, my wife says, look, powerlifting is part of his care plan. We can't stop it. The doc says, okay, no problem. Maybe you just need to lighten the load. I said, doc, look, I do competitions. He said, okay, Mike. He goes, look, I'm going to be honest with you. He goes, if you keep lifting like this in five years, you're probably not going to be able to walk very well. You're probably going to have a hard time standing up, standing upright and being straight. He said, cause it's just compressing your spine. And he said, right now there's not serious damage. He goes, but over time it's going to get damaged. And he goes, there's not a lot we can do. I said, well, what can we do between now and then? I said, I still want to lift. It's important to me. He said, okay. He said, look, we can do another branch block. I said, great. No problem. 
let's do it. We do the branch block and within, you know, within eight weeks, I'm feeling the pain again. I said, doc, it wore off. He said, okay, uh, we're going to go ahead and schedule you for radio frequency ablation. And I think I talked with you guys last week about what radio frequency ablation is. But uh, anyway, what, uh, what it is, is instead of just putting the needle in medicine, they use a hollow needle and then they run an electrode down there and they make contact with the nerve and then they burn it. They melt the shit. So what it does is it basically damages the nerve so that it can't send pain signals up to the brain anymore, which is awesome. But uh, under the under the <laughs> under the uh, under this post, because uh, these are on my Facebook page now. So for those of you that are looking, it's uh, go on Facebook and just look for what's in Creepy's my Creepy Mike's brain. It'll come right up. Like the page. These are where my they're gonna go there, um, and they're also gonna go on. They'll also be on Spotify, but uh, and on Anchor FM. But that's where they'll be. So uh, so today I bring this up because today. Um, you know, I had this procedure done last Monday, so it's been 10 days. Uh, and today I feel phenomenal. I feel awesome. Like, I feel better than I have in months. So after a week, or after a month of not being able to lift anything for more than one or two reps without having to stop in ridiculous pain, today I was downstairs in the basement and I, uh, I did deadlifts. So the the warm up set was uh, I think it was like two seventy five for for uh, three sets of five, which is nothing, and then it jumped to four forty five for six sets of four, and then it was um, daily max. So daily max means after you finish your you know your basic work, um, after you finish your technique work, you you increase the weight, and then you just do one rep and you put it down. You do another rep and you put you know put it down with increases. So I uh, went from 445 uh, to 500 and I picked up and locked out 500. I'll, I'll post a video of this too, because it's awesome. Um, and I said, great, I got this. So I threw 550 on the bar and I couldn't get it. I got up to my knees, but I couldn't get it. Now, cons- everything considering, that's pretty damn good. I'm happy at the moment. I would like to have more on there, but considering my max is 575, uh, I'm almost there again. So I give myself another couple of weeks, uh, possibly another month and some change, and I should be at the 585, 590 mark, and I got a competition in August. So that's what is got that's what's going on in my little world today. So because of that, uh, because of that, I feel like a beast. So so uh, yeah, you know, I'm wicked stoked about it. So um, because I feel like a beast, I'm gonna play a beast song. So. Come on back on the other side. Uh, we're almost done, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you again on the other side. When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, because I live my life like I'm a beast. Chase my dreams I won't regret When the 
sunsets Cause I live my life like I'm a beast I control my breath, keep my body ready Focus on the finish and keep my hands steady Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in Watch out, I'm a motherfucking baby Rob Bailey, uh, the Hustler standard. It's called, it was Beast. Um, it was used as a soundtrack to uh, a few other things, but particularly the movie Southpaw. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Obviously, Southpaw, it's about a boxer. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so that was how I felt, which was great. Um, I'm a little bit sore at the moment, but uh, nothing that's unexpected. Okay, so now, um, you know, I, I didn't want to discuss it, but because it's there, I I have to, 
Um, originally, I was just going to be like, fuck it, I'm not talking about this anymore. But I decided that it's kind of important because it's what's going on in the world, particularly in our awesome but also fucked up country. Um, yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to discuss it just a little bit. Uh, so what I'm, what I'm leaning towards is the, out in Seattle, they got this thing, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Now, for those of you who haven't been following, and I think unless you're living under a rock or in the mountains of some fucking state and are deliberately ignoring the world, it's kind of hard to miss this. Um, I don't even know who the fuck to call call it i think i think there's an element of black lives matter i think there's an element of antifa i think there's an element of something else i don't know uh but a bunch of people a couple weeks back took over a section of capitol hill in seattle um they took over like uh six blocks i think it is and it got to the point where uh as soon as they as soon as they decided to take over (laughs) <laughs> they they instantly converted against their beliefs. So check this out. These motherfuckers take it over. They set up walls. <laughs> they set up checkpoints. <laughs> so you hit, and you got to show your IDs to get in. Black, white, green, blue, yellow, red, or fucking orange. It doesn't matter what race you are. Now you got to show your ID to get in. And... And these motherfuckers are patrolling it with quote unquote weapons of war. So they went from (laughs) protesting against the status quo. Okay. To, I I don't even know the right way to describe this. Um, There's a word for it, but it escapes me at the moment, but they went from, uh, protesting the status quo to promoting the status quo it, that's that's fucking weird like it's it is so strange but yet so expected and i don't know if these motherfuckers are seeing it or not um it's weird it's just it's just i don't know it's bizarre but uh originally it was like okay uh and then then these motherfuckers managed to chase the cops out and take over their precinct. Now, I don't give a fuck who you are. But when you start pushing cops out, terrible, terrible things are going to happen. There have been rapes. There have been shootings. Um, there have been property crimes. It has gotten to the point, so when these cops left, it wasn't because they wanted to. Oh, no. Their fucking mayor, some Democratic broad out there, fucking told the cops to leave. So these scumbags ended up taking over a police precinct. And what's inside a police precinct? Oh, I don't know. Guns, bullets, handcuffs, uniforms, uh, duty belts, leg restraints, phones internet, radios, all this stuff. So they basically ended up taking over uh, a police precinct and now they have a headquarters where they can figure out if 
people are coming to get them or not, simply by rolling the channels. So when I was in the Marine Corps, we called it rolling the freak. Um, when you uh, the frequency, because when you have when you have a radio, um, they're usually encrypted. And anytime you think they've been compromised, you just you just roll to the next frequency. And if you don't have a frequency, um, uh, it's, they call it a ZYZ10. It's a it's a, a, a frequency input device. Then no matter if you listen, if uh, if I'm on 88.9 megahertz, just for an example, um, and I'm talking to my friends, and then you put on 88.9 megahertz, because we have uh, because we have it timed, it, it, uh, you can't hear what we say. So literally it's like, uh, the frequency is rolling and, uh, it's like seconds ahead. So if you and me and Bob and Frank and Kevin and Steve and Francine and Mary Jo and Susie Beth are all in the same frequency and we use this frequency in, uh, input device, uh, because it's encrypted, uh, our timing is all the same so we can hear each other but nobody else can hear us it's like the best way to explain it I don't, it's kind of hard but if you if you take like five clocks and you stack them up and you start each one to count down from five minutes you start each one five seconds after the one before it um they're never they're not going to be in sync so it's the same way with this with this uh, with these comms but uh, the problem is all these cops, and my knowledge is limited, so I'm spitballing here, but all these police stations uh, in Seattle are on the same frequencies, and if they're encrypted, then it's kind of the same process. Now, the only way that it would they, these scumbags wouldn't be able to hear is if, is if they change the encryption, which they, they absolutely may have. I don't know. But anyway, the point I was making was um, you're surrendering all of this stuff to these fucking scumbags. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think that's an absolutely terrible, piss poor, fucked up move to do. But when, when things like this happen, the, the biggest, the problems you end up with isn't so much that you're surrendering your frequency or you're surrendering your equipment. The problem that you're going to run into is what do you surrender next? You know, it's not, it's, it, it, it simply becomes a matter of, Okay, you gave me the police station. Now you're going to give me this. And now you're going to give me that. And the problem is when you don't do these things, if you decide not to do them, people will try to figure out a way to get a hold of them. So now you put yourself in a position, oh, you gave me the police station. Uh, you know, uh, you're going to give me the Pizza Hut. Oh, you're not going to give me the Pizza Hut? Great. I'm going to kill Susie. Oh, you don't think I will? Bang. Okay, I just killed Susan. Oh, shit. Okay, here's the Pizza Hut. Oh, fuck. Oh, guess what? There's a there's an armory over there, a National Guard armory. Oh, uh, we want that now. Oh, you're, you're not going to give it to me? Guess what? Bob, Frank, and Kevin. Put them on their knees. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, guess what? Now they have an armory. So appeasement is the, ar is the argument I'm making here. Appeasement never fucking works. You can negotiate, but appeasement doesn't work. And fight... So... This this woman, this fucking douchebag fucking mayor out there who left her cops to be fucking skewered, uh, didn't have their back. And hopefully, I, I really hope that a lot of them walk off the job when this is done or they have a blue flu uh, and then she gets voted out of office. But she finally went on TV uh, the other day and said, enough is enough. Um, we're going to take it back. Which to me is 
you know, it's great, but it shouldn't have got to this point. Um, I personally think they should have sent the state police in the day after uh, this autonomous thing was set up to bust it up and take that part of the city back. Um, but, you know, I'm not in charge out there. If I would, there'd be some other fuckers hurt. And I'd, I'd tell the cops, they'd be like, dude, do what you got to do. I want this part of my city back. Bust in, arrest motherfuckers. They get one warning. They come at you with a weapon. You drop them. You fucking drop them. And I don't care what you got to do. Um, you know, and then at that point, you, you do what you have to to take back that city and protect those citizens that are in there. So now I guess these people are threatening threatening to go to war with the cops, <laughs> which is awesome to me because most of these cops are super fucking trained and they're ready to do it. They're ready to get it on. Uh, so I decided I'd play a song for these cops to describe it. So enjoy some Disturbed.
All right, so that was uh, <laughs> it was indestructible by disturbed. How awesome would it be? Now, I played that one, you know, for the cops that are out there that are hopefully going to be taking this thing back. Um, how awesome would it be if after they were done taking it back, the landscape in Seattle looked like like the fucking Resident Evil landscape, where you know where where Raccoon City was totally fucking demolished. Like if the landscape of that area looked like that like if everybody just went out there and just fucked it up and 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 all the assholes that were inside the autonomous zone that were and I'll talk, I'm not talking about the regular people that live there um but the people that just you know these fucking scumbags like the uh the BLM and the Antifa people that took it over if they if if uh you know if all of them just got fucked up like that would be excellent like these and it, so like and i'm not talking like i'm not talking like kill although i'm sure some of them probably would i'm talking like the cops go in there and they just they fucking snatch these dudes up and these guys decide they're gonna fight so they get into a fight and then the cops fucking handcuff them and and then like and then a- after a little while they cut to like a live feed and you just see cops in riot gear just dragging motherfuckers out in handcuffs and tossing them in a fucking wagon or the back of a truck. And it's, I mean, that would be fucking awesome. I'm not, I'm not talking about violating people's civil rights or anything like that. I'm talking cops doing their motherfucking job, kicking ass and taking names, just going in there giving them an opportunity. These motherfuckers decide to fight. And then all of a sudden these cops just say, fuck you put them on the ground, maybe punch them in the mouth. If they, if they decide they're going to fucking resist, cuff them up, drag them out, throw them in the fucking truck. That's all she wrote. Thanks for coming out. I mean, that would be fucking outstanding. Oh my God. Like I just got a fucking heart out. Like I got a little fucking, I got a, I got a raging semi going right now. Just thinking about, uh, cops taking their city back. Not because I got a, not because I, I got a thing for violence, but I, I'm I'm fucking, it would send an awesome message that look, motherfucker, this is our motherfucking city. We are taking it back and you guys, you motherfuckers get to go enjoy a wonderful paid vacation (laughs) with pajamas at the fucking gray bar hotel. That, that to me would be excellent. And, And obviously I don't want, I don't want to see any cops get hurt or killed, but Jesus Christ, deal a severe blow to Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Now, I have to, I I would be remiss if I didn't say it, I have absolutely zero problem with uh, peaceful protest. Even a little bit of pushing and shoving, it's kind of depending on what's going on. I'm okay with it, but I'm not. What I'm not okay with is a militarized cause, i.e. Black Lives Matter and Antifa, where they go and loot, riot, and burn shit to the ground. I'm not okay with that. Not at all. That's not, that's not what protesting is. That's you being a fucking moron. That's you being an asshole. And your, uh, your organization needs to be broken when you do shit like that because, you know the part of you getting your point across was lost when you started burning down people's homes, burning down people's businesses, shooting, stabbing, and robbing motherfuckers, and basically 
instilling your will as a dictatorship against these other people, which is, you know, it's once you do that, you become the fascist that you're trying to fight. It's so strange, but it's so true. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get down off of my soapbox. Uh, I'm done with the preaching. So today, this is the first of my local shout outs of the second season of What's in Creepy Mike's Brain. Um, oh, I got a weird little icon on my laptop here. Uh, oh, okay. It's like I'm a squirrel. I get uh, I get distracted by the little tiny acorn when I'm, <laughs> when I'm trying to do stuff. I see an acorn, and I just I got to run across the street and get it, and then I get fucking run over. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, today's uh, today's local shout out is Architect Fitness. Uh, they are in Concord, New Hampshire, which is a, a very short drive from uh, Manchester, where I live. Um, but basically, what they do up there is it's a gym. Uh, and it's not just any gym. They they specialize in um, in weightlifting, but not the type that you think. So they specialize in lip, Olympic lifting. So snatch, clean and jerk, and all that stuff. And it's run by this guy named Tony. Wicked good dude. I've met him uh, on a handful of occasions. Uh, he's a level three national coach, which means he can walk into any fucking uh, any USA weightlifting gym in the United States. And tell everybody what they're doing, how they're doing it, and all that stuff. Uh, he has a club. He can take a club to any event. So he can go state. He can go local, state, regional, and national uh, and coach all these people. Uh, wicked good dude. So uh, anyway, number up there, 603-520-8058. And if you want more information, you can reach him at Tony at architectfitness.com. Now it's it's T-O-N-Y at that little at symbol and architect fitness is spelled a-r-k-i-t-e-c-t fitness.com and uh you can go to the website it's just architectfitness.com so anywho that's gonna be my show for today i hope that y'all tune in again next week um i'm gonna throw something else up there i'm not sure what it was uh but anyway you'll see um oh Real quick before we leave, I want to do a, apologize about getting this show up a day late. Um, Monday wasn't a very good day, and uh, yesterday I was sick. So Monday I had something going on, but yesterday I was sick. I'm better now, so the show is going to be up there now. So enjoy it, and um, you know, thanks for listening. And like always, go fuck yourself. <laughs>